So. Buttons. Close. So we do have a little bit of an agenda. And the first two things on said agenda is to do these bumpers. So we don't yes. forget them. So we've got, we've got uh, bumpers for the Mantic Universe podcast. So we're just going to do it as, hey, you're listening to Rick and... So you're listening to the... Dead this Zone. is Rick and this, Brian from Dead's on the Podcast. We're listening podcast. to Mantic Universe. Mantic Universe Podcast. Hey there, I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. And you're listening to Mantic Universe Podcast. Nope. No. <laughs> we forgot to say the Dead Zone the Podcast. Oh part. yeah, we forgot that part. <laughs> we're, okay. We're good at our jobs. We're great at our jobs. Yeah. This will probably make it the whole open. <laughs> We'll put it into ours. <laughs> See, that's how professionals work. Yeah. Hey, guess what, guys? You're listening to Dead's on the Podcast. I'm Rick. I'm Brian. Welcome to the Dead Zone Podcast. Dead Zone is the sci-fi table top. tonight <laughs> <laughs> well we actually have a lot going on uh you may have overheard us at the beginning of the show <laughs> is that what that was probably uh the recording some bumpers for friends of the show yes. uh we got some good friends over at the mantic universe podcast yep and uh the michigan gt podcast yeah, i think we know those guys at least a couple of them yeah there's only two at least a couple of them. <laughs> and one of them sitting right here. That helps. I mean, it's just, that helps. It, it's, it's kind of like any time that we talk about Mobile Armor Radio. Yeah. Well, you're part of that, so. Yeah. Right? I know people on that podcast. I know people. We know people. We know people. <laughs> on other podcasts. It's like. Right? It's like a network of connected nerds. <laughs> it's definitely connected nerds. Yes. <laughs> And so what do we got going on today? So so June has been a very full month of stuff. Of stuff. Of stuff. Um Yeah, I the, mean so you on top of having the global campaign, it's like it's like we're in a bunker today. Because everything yeah. is decided to run. Yeah, there there's there might be some ambient sound. Uh it, it's okay. We're okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're gonna die. Magnetar is uh is not what it used to be. It's not as safe Those as it once was. Rebs. Well, the Rebs, I, I feel like we're it's doing their fault. The Veermen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so so why don't we start with the big yes, topic of let's the hour? Start with the big one. I'm sure that's the what people are actually campaign. Turning. Yeah. Yeah. So so we had the the overall the big finale. Yep. To the uh, the Dead Zone, uh, the Magnetar, big events, global the global campaign. campaign for the Warpath universe. Yep. Which not only was a combination of Dead Zone uh, scenarios. And but the last week was Firefight. Yep. Though they, they did kind of pull a, a switcheroo on us in that they <laughs> did still allow Dead Zone to be played yes. during during Firefight. Which is cool. Which is cool. I It makes sense. And it worked out, I think. Yeah. Because... Um, I gotta say, like I, I, um, I remember when we spoke last month. Uh, I talked about doing a couple solo missions yep. with a Rebs one, 
which you know, and and I did I did what you suggested with my second game, and it still works. I played <laughs> I played the GCPS with Rebs doing yeah. the same AI rules. Rebs still won uh, by quite a bit on objectives. <laughs> <laughs> they they had more bodies ultimately. I think was was yeah. a big part, and um, but but anyway, uh, I did actually get to to play a couple of legit games. Well, that's good. Um, and uh, I and. Uh, I gotta say, it was it was incredibly exciting to be part of. What was your favorite mission? So my favorite mission, it's it's kind of tough because um, they they were all very unique. Yes. Uh, and and they didn't they didn't intrude terribly much on on like a typical Dead Zone yes. game, uh, with the exception being maybe the research district one where you had the chance of like. Uh, plague victims yeah. popping up uh, where where it's a neutral player that is actively attacking versus like the the first scenario which was just a, a scavenger One running scavenger around running around yeah and you're trying to capture him and he doesn't fight back um, but the the weather one I thought yep. worked really well the port district and uh, and I gotta say the industrial sector as well where there's just random toxic smoke spewing up. <laughs> Uh, actually played, <laughs> played 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 actually significant part of uh, one of my my dead zone matches where we you know smoke itself yeah does have a pretty big impact when you're on such a small tight board and so it it's uh, it actually wound up landing on one of the the victory points uh, and so it like it like covered units that were hiding there but it also did more damage if you were in it um, so. So yeah, uh, I thought I really liked the additions. They were they were small, but like I said, they didn't intrude on a typical game. And I actually was able to run a small tournament. Yep, uh, sure. Where I was able to include uh, pretty much all but the because uh, it was only a the three game one, event. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't. I left off the research district, but I included the other three, uh, and everyone had a really great time with it. Uh, I I wound up being the ringer. As it happens, yeah. As it happens, and normally I was planning to bring GCPS, but I, uh, I brought the wrong attachment for my Strider, <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can't play that list now. Uh, so I happen to have Maison Labs with me. Right on. Uh, so Maison Labs was kind of the Game whipping, Labs the whipping love. boy, because <laughs> uh, I wasn't can't win my own event. <laughs> Correct. Um, so, but no, it, it was it was a really fun time. Uh, we got together with a couple of our, uh, actually the the Dead Zone champion from Adepticon, Corey. Yep. Corey Booms lives out uh, by, by by me. By you, yeah. Um, and uh, and he has a, a small group of kind of dedicated players that he plays with. Uh, one of whom uh, actually made it, Michael. Uh, he uh, different Michael than uh, <laughs> typical Michael, uh, but he actually has a pretty good uh, track record versus Corey, which is just kind of funny. <laughs> um, and so it was the two of them and uh, uh, three, yes, yeah, three three new players uh, who are just kind of just some, getting into it. Just getting into it. Some awesome. of the guys, some of the guys that have been playing Kings of War with, yeah, the Kings of War guys, yep. um, have also been slowly migrating into the Warpath love it uh, field. And so, um, so it was it was kind of a small like really kind of a getting to to meet everybody yeah. event because we all kind of live in the area. And so I was like, okay, the main goal of this is 
A, have fun. B, introduce you guys to one another uh, because we live near each other. We need to get more games in. And, uh, and introduce you to the best sci-fi skirmish game out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, which, like, all of these are our top priority. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, yeah. And, and we had, um, you know, a, we had it at um, the Bastion Gaming Center. Yep. Um, and uh, and that turned out to be a really nice place. The, the staff there were incredibly uh, helpful and, and welcoming. So you're is, the second person to say that. So, obviously, I'm on the podcast with the Michigan GT with Jeff. Oh yeah, um, he went. There. That other guy I knew. <laughs> yeah, he went there for an Age of Sigmar tournament, and he mm. said the exact same thing. Yeah, which is awesome. Yeah, it's it's a really nice shop. Uh, definitely catered towards gamers, uh, but but not in you know there are, there are those times where you have those stores where it's kind of like dingy or something, or they yeah. they kind of there's a little bit of like pushback. It's like okay, we play these games, no one Your else comes here. Matter. These these folks were very welcoming. Uh, they were really interested to have more Dead Zone, like try out these games, right um, and and very open to like if, if the scene kind of shapes around that community, they they're perfect, more than happy to support it. So that's good to hear. Yeah, so they they did already have some Mantic stuff there, uh, <laughs> a lot of terrain crate, especially the new awesome. sci-fi stuff. Yep, uh, love to see it. Kind of important to have. Kind of important to have, um, which reminds me, I do need to do my little show sometime. I forget if I talked about it. I think I talked about it last episode where I was like, I have these weird ideas on how you can take non-mantic terrain yes. and use it in Dead Zone. Yep. Um, I think that would work better in a video format. Yeah, probably. Um, um, well, I mean, we do have a YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel, but I'm I'm lazy. <laughs> <laughs> so so if you guys want that that content, you're like, Brian, Let us know. Brian, I, you, Brian, do it. You've got this crazy idea. I need to know. I've got all this other terrain <laughs> that I need to use. Um, but yeah, so we got a little off topic as we tend to. Never. So so the the results of the campaign uh, are still coming in to a certain extent. Um, the the uh, Mantic at this t- at the time of this recording uh, is is kind it's of been a little busy. They've been busy. They've yeah. got a lot going on right now, as as always. Um, but new new release for uh, Empires of Dust is um, I know kind of well, a big they, thing. Well, well, you got the Empire of Dust, but you also have uh, the Umbrella Academy yep. board game. The Umbrella on Academy. Game so I mean, yeah, Mantic's been kind of busy. Mantic's but been busy. We'll get the information. Yeah. Uh, Mantic will put it out. Yeah, and we'll be sure to share. Um, but as, as of the time of this recording, nothing formal has kind of come to light. Um, apart from the actual website results yep. that we have access to. So this was another really fun thing about the, um, the event. A little different than they've done in previous years. Yeah. Where uh, previously you'd, uh, there was the option to even like write up battle reports yep. and include pictures and all that stuff. And everyone kind of had their own account. Um, this time they really kind of... I liked s- it. I liked it. I think that was, that was really it, fun. Well, okay. I liked it when I was at home and putting <laughs> it on the computer. It was kind of a pain to input it on my phone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and I, I could see the... the uh, It might be kind of a barrier to entry for people to like, I don't really want to write a gigantic battle report. Some people yeah. get really into it. Uh, and others, it's like, I just want to record my results. Um, but that said, they really kind of went with the streamlined process. There was basically one login. 
uh, yep. for people to submit. Uh, they, they gather some basic information about the size of the game, what mission you played, did you name use... Name of the players. Name of the players, uh, the factions used, obviously. How many points. How many points, who won. Yep. Um, and uh, and if you use the global campaign settings or if you just played play a one-off game. game. Yeah. Which and, I like that part, too. Yeah. Uh, because some people just want to play the game. Yeah. They don't want the extra stuff. So they can play the game and still record it as... Mm -hmm. A loss for the Rebs and move on. <laughs> so, since you mentioned that, let's let's just go over to this this performance chart here. We'll come back to the control and the overall results, but I just I just want to take a look at at the faction performance and what is that? The Rebs have the best win loss draw draw ratio out of all because of them because they were controlled by an AI system. <laughs> just saying once. <laughs> But no, it, like going through yeah. this is actually really fascinating yeah, and, a lot. and fun to look at. So I, I definitely recommend. So it's deadzone.manticgames.com is the official campaign site. Not sure how long they're planning to keep it up. It might stay up for quite a while, actually. I hope um, it does. Because like the, the first global campaign, that one stayed up for almost a year. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think they'll keep it up. Uh, and the, the way it's kind of... Uh, uh, like the navigation everything set up it's almost like it's ready to go for the next campaign hey, yeah Which, it, but it is it's really interesting looking at the stats there mm -hmm. because you have obviously you have the stats of who has which armies have the most play and have full control but then it also shows so you look at that report and you see mm -hmm. oh well nobody played this nobody played this they must suck and then you jump over and look at the other chart and yeah. it's like oh they actually did really well. It's just not a lot of people played that. <laughs> yeah, this which just was kind of really cool to show how well the game actually is balanced. Yeah, like like won't lie, like the the except um, for the reps, the win loss chart itself, like there it's it's very similar across each faction. There's yep. very little variance. Um, I think I think the the lowest. It's all in percentages. Yeah. Um, and so, like, I think the the ones that had the least amount of wins, I think I'll, we'll call it that, uh, I think was the Forge Fathers, where they they won 37.62% of the, the time. Um, and lost, like, 56.67. Like, like, yeah. But, like, the the highest one, the Rebs, have a 55 Point one five percent victory. Yeah, which streak? I mean, like, so, so we're talking like a margin of ten percent, which is, which shows the balance of, well, not only Dead Zone but what Mantic as a whole likes to do with their games. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, which I'm really proud of. Yeah, like I, as far as getting in and playing a game and knowing that it's balanced. Mm -hmm. As much as I don't like your reps. <laughs> To show, though, that you can literally pick up any faction from Dead Zone, and you have a competitive chance at a tournament. Yeah. You do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we've do. seen it, I mean, over the four years, we've seen different factions win every single tournament. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think I've seen, like, Nameless win a tournament, and but not a lot of people play Nameless because you, for the most part, you have to get Star Saga. There, there, there's a there's a, a, a 
um, what's the the word I'm looking for? The logistical yes. issue with uh, uh, getting the minis, and, and and that that actually like I think is kind of reflected in in some of the the results yeah. as far as who was playing what. Like the the nameless and Mason Labs are the lowest played, but they're also the ones that come from Star Saga, which for the most part is out of print. Yeah, um, you could cobble it together you can cobble it together but, and you can get the model second hand but unless you like went out like we did mm-hmm. i mean <laughs> if if the name us went to firefight i have enough for it <laughs> right i think i've got like if you take if you go, just go by dead zone pointing mm-hmm. i think i've got about two thousand points <laughs> nameless <laughs> i kind of went wild <laughs> but but to that cool. to your point too about about the balance like and, and as far as like not not seeing the same factions win, even when the same factions won, the lists Are were different. very different. Yes. It's it's it really hasn't been a, you know, this is the one list to rule them you all. You don't you don't have that uh, tier list. Yeah, like you get over in forty k and. Uh, Age of Sigmar, and mm-hmm. I think Conquest is starting to have it too. I mean, Dash Twenty Eight likes to do a tier list for the Kings of War stuff, but sure, but, but there's really a lot of number don't. crunching in that game. But you really don't. Yeah, yeah. And it's the same. I mean, Kings of War and Dead Zone. You're looking at the same thing where it's everybody has access to pretty much the same thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little tweak here and there, but for the most part, everybody has access. Yeah, all the tools it are plays there. Different. Yeah depending on what faction you're playing, but it's the same tools. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and because of that, you don't get the tier thing. Mm-hmm. You don't. Yeah. You don't get, these are the top tier. You can only win if you play these. Top tier. <laughs> this is the bottom tier, don't play them. That's right. not That's not how this but, game works, and I love that. No. And, and you know, with with the the ability to, to you know, how proxy-friendly Dead Zone has historically yep. been... The ability to just try out a faction that you're not oh, familiar yeah. with, and like like we had well, a buddy of ours, Dom, uh, you know he he tried playing a number of factions, uh, and and like he tried playing Amazon Labs for for quite a while, yep. um, and then he found like the enforcers just really fit his play style better, yeah, um, but he like at the same time he did get really good with Amazon Labs, uh, and so it, it's just one of those things where it's like. Uh, you can find that that faction that really kind of speaks to your yeah. your, your play style, but right. then also, <laughs> uh, you know, one of, one of my passions is is taking ones that go kind of counter uh, to my play style and figure out how to play them. It's true. Um, I mean, it's a good way to do it, and that's why I played Revs in Second Edition, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm still working on GCPS. Hey there, I'm Brian. And I'm Rick. This is Blaine. You are listening to Dead Zone the Podcast. Keep listening for more excellent material from these two amazing men. Blaine out. So, you guys, we've been rambling a lot, but so the results. Yes. Uh, so, overall control of Magnetar. By fifteen point one percent, goes to the Veerman. 
Yay! Just for the record, the two of us were completely off on this. We were, we were very <laughs> off on this. If you recall, my, my prediction was Marauders. And mine was Ford Fathers, <laughs> and we sucked. <laughs> but, but uh, like, same kind of thing we were saying with the, the um, you know, the win-loss yeah. uh, record. Like, so many of these, uh, like, factions are, like, right at the overall average for control yeah. uh, a oh, lot yeah. of them there, there's some obviously like we mentioned nameless and mason labs they dipped a little lower and and kind of had a had a factor but you know like i said the veerman won at 15.1 percent the average was 10 percent so like it was pretty close it was close enforcers 14.33 percent uh next up i think is gcps yep 12.78 yep. asterians 12.65 revs 10 <laughs> or 10.86 uh then forge fathers 10.35 uh then marauders 8.89 plague 8.93 yeah uh nameless 3.69 mazon 2.43 uh it's 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 kind of funny how out of a hundred percent, no one broke more than like sixteen percent. Yeah, there wasn't that big gap. No, no one. And there wasn't that big gap between the top three. There really wasn't any kind of runaway success, though it looked like it, which was which was a very fun component of this. Yeah, watching it as it happens. Um, research district, so you can go by district, which is kind of a, another fun breakdown. Uh, it was a tight battle between Veerman and GCPS for control of this sector. Veerman, 17.8%. GCPS, 16.92. Wow. Like, less than a percent difference uh, in the control of that sector. Uh, I, won't, I won't go through the full breakdown, uh, but I'll just go for the highlights in the sectors. Uh, so that was Research District. Uh, the Port District. Uh, Veerman... More successfully controlled this one, but I remember Asterians had a very strong lead. Uh, so Veerman ended up on top with 18.63%. Asterians 15.31. So just about a point, yeah. uh, a percent and, and a half or so behind. Uh, and, and like we're talking just like a matter of a couple games could tip that scale. Yep. Um, and then everyone else was kind of pretty even on that one. Um Sorry that my Mason Labs didn't, uh, didn't show up. Yeah, they didn't help too me. well for that. One. Uh, so the industrial district. This one was another very tight race where I, I believe the Veerman started off um, strong. strong, and then were overcome by the Forge Fathers, seventeen point zero one percent control versus Veerman's fifteen point nine. So almost two percent. My one game counted. Two, in that district. I only got one percent. game in that district in. Yeah. It was with my Forge Fathers. Nice. Uh, so, so another <laughs> tight one. A lot of these were like a race between two. With, I would say, the exception being the Entertainment District. This was the first one revealed. And it was a bloodbath the Dominated. whole way. Uh, with, with a personal highlight. When the Rebs and the Enforcers were tied, they were tied going into like the last couple days of the yep. event at like 
Uh, I think 10% or so, 11% or something like that each. Um, or I, I forget what it was at the time. Ended up Enforcers on top, 16.28%. The Beermen snuck ahead 14.25, but the Rebs were 13.82%. Um, this one, I do think it, it probably got the most play. Oh and, yeah. I mean, it was the first week I, and it was funny too, cause you probably had a few games that were initially put in. So mm-hmm. it looked like the enforcers were gonna, like yeah. top dogs. And then uh, you rev players were like, Oh no, that's not going to happen in this district. Yeah. You, you can. And that was, that's another fun chart yeah. uh, included in this is down at the bottom. They have the activity by day and, um, and you can see like the the peaks and the valleys of of the play so like out of the gate we're talking like you know three three percent of the games uh happened like by by may 22nd (laughs) uh so it's it started off like you're saying just just really strong out of the gate and then there's this this little dip and a huge peak again uh and then it and that's and that's where we had the rebs really had a big surge and caught up um so that that's and Veerman said no to the Rebs and Veerman caught up. So uh, I I think what it is is that the Rebs got their signal out, they they got what they needed, and then they're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna back up. <laughs> we're out. We're out. Um, and so last one. So the last district was exclusively for firefight. So yep. not every faction uh, was participating in this one, but my prediction reigned true at least in this district. The Marauders. Came out strong good. and dominated. They're good in firefight. Marauders, 24.5% control. Almost a quarter uh, of the, the wins uh, went to the Marauders. With Asterians being next in the list with 19.63. I feel like I'm, I'm like reading off baseball statistics. I, it kind of sounds like it. Uh, GCPS next in line there. With fourteen point two nine, so and, and this was another one. Like overall, it's it's still really evenly matched. Uh, Plague and Beer Moon kind of lower on the list. I think they just didn't get as much play. Yeah. Um. Uh, ultimately, I think that's that's what we see is like. Uh, yeah, it's what gets played. And... Yeah. And and the frequency of it. Yes. Um. So it's 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 definitely a quantity thing. Uh, the quality there, I think like we're saying, really speaks to that, yeah. that overall balance of um, <laughs> in those factions. Um, you know, and you can see like where where they played, like which missions they played the most, yep. what point levels they played the most at. You know, patrol, patrol was over 15% of the games <laughs> played. Uh, actually, it wasn't any of the games that I played. Um, uh, you know, everyone, majority of people were playing in the 150 to 199 scale. Yep. So probably a lot of 150 players, uh, and then the 200 is kind of the next yeah the rank next up. Job. Um, and um, but yeah, it's it's uh, it was a really <laughs> fun time. It was. It's fun to geek out about these statistics because um, we don't get to do that very often. No. Um, and so uh, especially with with Dead Zone, where we don't have. We don't quite have that full like okay you know here's here's the winners of of this event and here are their yeah lists. you don't have you don't have the uh, masters 
You don't have the masters, yeah. yeah. You don't have that review. There's not really scrutiny. a master circuit from Dead Zone yet. <laughs> yet. Um, but yeah, so so that that is uh, Magnetar in a nutshell. Mantic is going to be making some announcements, most likely about about the results. Um, and we actually, but like we finished up the campaign ourselves with mm. a firefight day. Yeah. That you actually got to come down and play. Yep, I got to come down and play um, firefight. Uh, yeah, we had multiple players playing different factions. It, it was a lot of fun. What do you think about firefight, dude? Firefight is a lot of fun. Uh, it, it's so I, I don't play that style of, of war game very often yeah. uh, where it's it's the it's squad bigger, base yeah. on a bigger table and stuff like Kings of War is the closest I typically get yeah. and that's trays of guys right um, I really like firefight it's it moves it, it's light enough of like that dead zone feel yes where where I feel like I like the game moves very quickly it's not one where I'm going to have a headache from like standing around for two hours. Sitting there waiting for your opponent to finish so you can do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, you don't really have a lot of that going to the book. No. Like, I mean, realistically, yes, we went to the book a few times because new abilities. Yeah. But with Easy Army, we also mm-hmm. had those abilities listed on yep. our list. Yep. Which made that super simple. Yeah, um, and that way you can, and we definitely recommend that that method of, yes, if you can have the army. if you have your results or your your abilities with you on hand, especially if you're learning the game. That way, while your opponent is taking their turn, you can be flipping through. It's like, what what does sniper scope give me in this game? Yeah, exactly. Um, I so to be honest, if I was a new gamer and I was introduced to Dead Zone and Firefight at the same time. I honestly think I would have gone Firefight. Yeah. I It's a really good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a great job cleaning up yeah. from Firefight First Edition and just making mm. that same smooth, mantic game yeah. where the rules are simple. Yeah. Like, realistically, because me and you got to play. Yeah. After the first turn, like the first round, like even, not even the first full round, like a first couple activations into it yeah it started going smooth and it was just uh-huh. it was us playing a game yep um and i really love that feature to it i, I mean it mm-hmm. helps because there are dead zone rules in it yeah and there are a little bit of kings of war in there <laughs> yeah so, so things, and a little bit of vanguard too so some things we're a little familiar we with we're familiar with so it makes it easier uh-huh. but yeah i absolutely love the way firefight has turned out yeah um uh, my Ford fathers so far have been doing pretty good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And I know we like our game, uh, <laughs> the GCPS. Yes. Took the day, but it was a skin of the teeth. Uh, yeah. Kind of kind of moment. So, I played another game where I played against the Enforcers at eight hundred points. Because mm. like, so we played at six hundred points because I felt that as a good introduction. Yeah. You get a little bit of each potential unit. Mm-hmm. You get to use vehicles. You get to use your specialist and your sport and everything. Yeah. Uh, but just to learn the game. That's why we played at that point. So I put my next game was at 800 points and I played the enforcers. <laughs> <laughs> They're tough. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of fun because like the enforcers, it doesn't matter where you are. You can use a command. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they have, they have, well, I can't rate- remember what, what the ability is, but, 
it's they, communications. Yeah, they they basically got communications radios. array or something like that. Yeah. So their leader special rules can be used by anybody anywhere. Gotcha. Which makes it really tough because <laughs> you have a feeling that you're going to get screwed because you're going to go over <laughs> here and they're like, oh, they're that far away from their leader. We're good. Uh, crap. <laughs> but then you flip it and you have the Forge Fathers that their resilience is ridiculous. Yeah. As long as you keep you gotta stay the close. Command pool, command pool high. High and ready. Yeah. Because if you... Like, there was a lot of times that I could have used command points to do an extra activation. Sure, sure. That I didn't because I knew I was going to need that resilience. Right. Which kept the Forge Fathers on the table a lot longer than they probably should have been. And and that's that's something, too, like, uh, with Firefight. Like, I'm, I'm really starting to explore the GCPS list options yep. a lot more. Um, specifically with commands. So it's like, now now I've got the hang of, like, okay, the, these are the strengths of my units. Yep. Now, like, where, where the, the real flavor of each faction comes into play is the command uh, options that they have. Yeah. And and what you can do with them. Yeah, there's a, um, there's a lot to it. Like, it's fun because it's another one of those games where it's really simple, but mm-hmm. there's a lot more to it. Yeah. To dive in and get tactical. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I've had a lot of fun with Firefight. I, I have, too. And it's it's really caught on with uh, some of the guys over in my area, yeah. too. Uh, and and like I uh, said before, um, I forget if I said on this show or talking to other people on about the game, is just the community has really embraced it. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, we've got a lot of different, uh, even, even podcast personalities yep. or, or YouTube personalities, uh, checking out the game and giving it their stamp of approval, and that's that's a really that warm <laughs> it's a warm feeling to to really yeah. see a game that that we enjoy, kind of have that recognition by other people and know that that is going to translate into new players. Yep. Um. So yeah, it's 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 a I, lot of fun. You know, it's it's kind of what like for me, it's one of those things where you look at all the different games. Hmm. Um, some companies have tons and tons and tons of lore because they've been around for 30 years. Yeah. Go figure. <laughs> but. Or 40. Uh, is it 40 years? <laughs> it's getting there. Is it 85? If it's 85, they're not 40. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, anyway. Talk about check your age. <laughs> I was like, no, that game is not. No. But. Yeah, because of their lore and they're able to bring out new models and new mm-hmm. sculpts and all that stuff. Um, I be- I really believe with third edition Dead Zone and now second edition Firefight and how the community has grown on it, Mantic's going to see that and be able to give us more. Yeah, like even if even if Firefight doesn't introduce like the Rebs mm-hmm. because they have to recast the entire Rebs line. Yeah, the, which is tough to do the lo- just because of what the Rebs are. The logistics of it. Like we've we've talked yeah. like, um, but like Nameless. Yeah. They, I would love Nameless to come out. <laughs> <laughs> just so I can play what I have. Yeah, yeah. Um but these are going to give us new models. Mm-hmm. It it's almost one of those it, you can guarantee it because the game is picking up the success of it is great. Yeah. Um, it just makes it easier for the rules community to say, yeah, let's give the Enforcers this. Let's give the Forge Fathers this. Hey, they don't have a tank. Let's give the Enforcers just, it a tank. 
please? G- GCPS need to get their tank <laughs> I first. I don't care about GCPS. They, they, the Lancer yes, Battle Tank. The Lancer Battle Tech. Battle Tech. <laughs> <laughs> Different game. Um, oh, yeah. No, the Lancer for the GCPS. Like, that's mm-hmm. a very good possibility with the oh, yeah. way these things are going. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it kind of makes me feel like maybe we need to get together and do like an August event, event at the store. What is the one between us? Uh, Upkeep Games. Upkeep Games. Yes. Like, we might have to think about that. We'll have to think about that. Because Firefight's going to be at the GT. Firefight's going to be at the GT. Well, Dead Zone's going to be at the GT. Too. Dead Zone's going to be at the GT. <laughs> uh, I know. The Kings of War is going to be a big, big seminal be, event, yeah. Armada. Uh, so it would be fun to have just kind of like a little game day a weekend A game day so. event in August, September, preferably August. Yeah, yeah. Something. So we can get people in there to play it and go, yeah, come to the GT and play it. Because this is going to be big. Because I think the GT is the first American tournament. For, for Firefight. Firefight. I think so. Hmm, that's fun. You have fun running that. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think I'm going to play. Yeah? I think I'm going to play in Firefight. Are you going to Are you gonna let the uh, the kids know right now what you're going to be playing at with? Have you decided yet? <laughs> Rick, narrowed, Rick has <laughs> all of these guys. <laughs> I've narrowed it down to the Forge Fathers or the Marauders. Okay. And it's not about making sure I have enough. Right. Because... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have. Enough. It's just which one I want to play. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, or which one I want to continue painting because I actually I really love the green and orange of my Forge Fathers. Yeah, that that um, really pops. I like that bright color. Mm. Um, and I haven't done anything new with my Marauders. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. It'll and probably there, be one of those two. And there's new Marauders. Not, not I know. That you don't, the not, new plastics. I have them. Not that you have like enough on your plate. <laughs> I can play Firefight with the old Marauders. True. Because you have enough. Hey, it's Community Pat, and you're listening to Dead Zone the Podcast 2.0 with Rick and Brian. Rick and Brian? What happened to the other two yahoos? Why are you wasting my time with these guys? I don't even know who these guys are. Dead Zone 2.0. This is stupid. But I do have the new Marauders. Yeah. Just for the record. <laughs> That's right. Like, my, my second firefight game uh, I played against my buddy Scott. Yeah. Um, he was playing Marauders. He proxied nice. in uh, his some 40K stuff that he had. Uh, but it was a learn to play for him. Yeah. And we fought each other to a, uh, a, a stalemate where, like, victory point-wise, we tied. And I had... I had to go <laughs> because it was getting late, but I'm like, if this went one more round, I would lose. So I played I played against Nick's Asterians, uh-huh. and it came down to, it was turn five. We were both tied five to five mm-hmm. for victory points. We were both on the same location because he charged me to fight. Uh-huh. We tied the fight, so both of us backed. <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? Because I had no more activation. Right. Neither. Like, that, this was the last that was move. It. And it moved us both off of it. And it's like, well, I guess it's a tie. So, so that that is a thing with Firefight. Yes. Uh, for those that are, are just getting into it. So, like, mechanically, it is fun to shoot each other in it this is. game. Uh, and and the, the melee combat's really fun and, and fresh. 
To win, <laughs> you need to play the objectives. You have to play the objectives. Um, and, and, and also, a, a good thing to know, um, if you're going to move a reserve onto the table, mm-hmm. move them away from the edge of the table. Because if you move them onto the table and I assault you and win, what happens? You have to move directly away. And what happens if you move off the board? You die. Yep. <laughs> it's it's th- a nasty move. You throw move. the models on the ground. <laughs> it was a nasty move, but I saw him do it and I couldn't help it. I'm like, oh, my Brockers are going to eat that. <laughs> oh, they only killed... It was funny because the Brockers actually only killed one model. Yeah. But I won the fight outright. He couldn't hit because I had resilience. Um, So I won the fight and we're looking at it and I'm like, you're trapped, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a really neat like a fascinating rule to kind of yeah. you got to you got to be paying attention yourself. But it's also like a neat strategic moment for the victor in yes. that one was like I've set my stuff up to trap you and, and that's why I like the rule is called trapped. Yeah. Like that's the fun thing is it's not part of the assault rules. Uh-huh. It's actually its own thing called trapped. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> but Firefight is a really fun game. Uh, if you've enjoyed Dead Zone, uh, you should really check it out. I think you'll yes. have a really good time. Um, and and still, you know, it's it's a fairly affordable game to get into. The starter well, boxes yeah. are, you it's know, stacked. starter boxes. They're yeah, full it, of that's, stuff. I mean, that's the one thing, Mantic, like in the sci-fi universe, mm-hmm. they've always done right. Yeah. Like, when you get a starter, you get a starter. So you can actually start playing the game from this box. Competitively. You don't have to go pick this. You don't have to go grab that. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a little bit harder in Kings of War. There's a lot Because their books are more. separate, yeah. and there's a little bit more to it. But, yeah, from the sci-fi side in the Warpath universe, you buy the game, you can play it. Mm-hmm. All of them. Star Saga, you're playing immediately. It's a board game. Yeah. Dreadball, you buy mm-hmm. the starter, they... It's all come right with, there. Come with two two teams, yeah. you're ready to go. Uh, Dead Zone third edition. I mean, technically Dead Zone first edition, <laughs> second edition, third edition. All of them, uh-huh. you can play out the gate. Yeah. Now, scenery wise, with Dead Zone, it's a little tougher. Mm. Um, if you bought first edition, you definitely had enough scenery to play out the gate. Yeah. Second edition was too light. Second edition was very light to to really get the Dead Zone feel. This, yeah, the third opponent. Yeah. Um. Third edition did a nice medium between first and second. So, yeah, you're going to still need a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But because of the cube system and like we were talking on the last one, you can supplement other scenery in there to get a game in. Yeah. Because all it takes is a couple books and you have a building. Yep. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> you just need three inches high and three, inch, yep. three inches squares. Um, but, yeah, that, that's what I love about the Warpath universe. Mm-hmm. So... We got two other things that I definitely know we need to talk about. Yeah. Um, can you give our listeners a little uh, insight to your next writing story? Because sure. you've shot some stuff and I'm like, oh my God, I want to read this <laughs> now. So so um, by the time this episode airs, the second quarter uh, writing contest from Ronnie the Bard Mantica's uh, Facebook group will be coming to a close. Uh, shortly thereafter it's the end of end of june yep um and so my story uh for this go around 
has been uh, the the theme has been defeat. And let me tell you, I fought <laughs> a number of spectras <laughs> in my time. And, so have I. And when you put them up against Striders, you have a fun time. <laughs> let's just let's just put it that way. And so so my story uh, for for the little elevator pitch of it is uh, we follow we follow um, a a. Uh, a guy who's part of who's part of a Strider unit uh, of three. Um, they're nice. they're dropped down onto Magnetar. <laughs> uh, he gets separated from his unit in in the research district during the drop. Go figure. Part. And uh, and while he's there, he tries to to link up with another uh, GCPS force, and uh, happens upon a Spectra. Um, when he gets there and and hilarity ensues it, it's a fun family <laughs> film uh rob and that's that's all i'm gonna i think yeah. give give the audience at this that's time perfect because yeah. like but i love that story yeah i, I mean it's kind of funny because like in all of this the other part of the things that's connected to us when we talk about this is is the mecca of it yeah. i mean we have a stupid amount of mechs <laughs> yeah. in that zone and and we've gone the gunpla route with them and we've mm-hmm. had We've had our mech game where we played Dead Zone just with mechs. Yeah. Um, so it's fun to hear this story and and hear it from whichever side of the story. Because I don't know which way you're going to go. Yeah. I do find it funny that I've never gone up against a Spectre with a Strider. Yeah. And I haven't been beat by a Spectre yet. Yeah, there, <laughs> there's uh, there's some, some good truth to that. <laughs> but, but then but, again... I've built lists to go against the Spectra. Yeah, yeah. And they just happen to play good against other things. Yes, uh, and, and and you know it, it could be argued uh, sometimes my lists are, are round, round pegs <laughs> trying to fit in square holes and stuff Even like that. There. I'm like, I want to bring my two Striders, <laughs> and I'm gonna put them both up on top of a building because they look really cool up there. <laughs> And it worked. So we'll see if that actually makes it into the story. Uh, <laughs> I I do like to do those kind of things. Yes. So you might see reference to, man, I, I've got a clear shot on him, but my, my targeting system can't get a lock. Uh, you know, those kind of things. Um, I shall, I'll have to send you that little snippet. It, it's yeah. actually been really fun because uh, I, I haven't really worked on this story until this month because I, I sure. was busy prepping for our tur- my tournament and stuff like that. Um, but, like, now that I'm putting the proverbial pens to paper, um, which I'm doing with a keyboard and a, a yes. screen, uh, <laughs> I realized I was using neither pen nor, nor paper. paper. Yeah, that's not really a thing anymore. Um, but uh, it, it's, it's flowed really well. Like, That's awesome. Uh, so, sometimes, sometimes with these stories, I get that that writer's block until the eleventh hour, and it's like I've got <laughs> two days to write five pages of content, and it has to make sense. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to see how the the story kind of unfolds. Uh, I think there'll be some some twists and turns that some people may see coming, some might not. Maybe it'll be a surprise, and um, and others it'll be very obvious probably. Uh, but with that said, I think we can move on to the, the next section of the show. 
listening to Dead Zone the Podcast with Rick and Brian. Don't turn that dial or I'm coming for you. So, we're not big on structure. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? I do the commercial breaks at a very random time. Uh, But we, we, you know, we're, we're definitely very keyed into you know, Dead Zone and, and, and this gaming community and everything. And we, we love what we've seen uh, for people putting together either videos or podcasts, recordings, doing list reviews. Yep. Um, like, like, like the uh, team building exercises by, by friends of the show, Family of Gamer 777 and, and uh, Jack and Rob and, uh, and Coach and, uh, and, and Tyler as well doing the Dread Path Zone stuff with the, the really in-depth breakdowns. Yes. Uh, we love that content. We're, we, we were talking even months ago. We're like, we kind of, we need <laughs> we to step really up our game. We need, we need to do something <laughs> like this. So what we decided on is rather than kind of a traditional, like, what would you bring to a tournament? We wanted to do more of a, a challenge, a team building challenge. And so Rick graciously volunteered <laughs> oh, to, yeah, to be totally. the first one. Uh, as I pitched this idea to him, I'm like, okay, and you have to do the first one. Um, and so Rick's challenge was to make a remake a list, actually. Yes. Uh, he had famously put together an all goblins marauders list in second edition, uh, complete with a little goblin standing on another one's shoulders to, to <laughs> mimic. Imita- mimic the, uh, commando, uh, uh, Sergeant? sergeant and um wait it's not the sergeant no it's not the sergeant the sergeant is the commander commander yeah, yeah, it's, the yeah. Commander. it's the commander yeah. the guy with the hat and the with stick the cloak and yeah and uh and so rick's challenge was okay third, third edition, edition here remake this goblin list so rick what so... what did your goblins bring to battle so so it's interesting so like when i first made that list a goblin's best friend mm-hmm um, it was just fun. Yeah. Um, like, I, there are a lot of comments about Rob Berman being a huge Goblin fan. Like, yeah. I'm a huge Goblin fan, too. And, uh-huh. and that's why I did it to begin with. Because I wanted to do something fun, and it it, it was tough because there's not really a lot of Goblins in the Marauders. Mm-hmm. There's some updates. Yeah. So now there's some more Goblins in there. Some but more it, it, it's still a little tough to build a list. Yeah. Because I have no troops, Rob. Where are my troops? <laughs> so I had to bring mobbies again. Yep. So I guess it would be. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. Goblin's best friend 2.0. So, so like in Kings of War, goblins ride mobbies. They do. So, so it, they're definitely the ones that corral these critters. Yes. So I took four mobbies as my troop. Okay. Um, and so I, I thought about taking the commander again. Yeah. I did. It's like, I've already got it built up. Yeah. But let's try and do third edition. Mm -hmm. So I took the Gruntbot Graffer as my leader. Yep. You can't take him without taking Gruntbots. True. So I took two (laughs) Gruntbots. Two Gruntbots. And what I realized when I got to that point is, okay, this is a melee list. No matter what (laughs) I do. Um, So... I was like, you know what? I need two more specialists because one troop to one specialist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I brought two goblin weapon teams. 
Yeah. Yes, I did. One missile launcher and one Q-beamer. These are the brand new these units. These are brand new units. Um, and so part of, the, part of the thought process on that is, so I've got these Grumbots and I got my Bobbies. Mm-hmm. It's all melee. Yeah. Even the leader is melee. Yeah. So I have a couple weapon teams in the back blasting at what I need them to blast at. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I need a little something in the middle. Sure. So I brought a stunt bot. <laughs> <laughs> so I brought a stunt bot. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't you bring Why it? Why wouldn't you bring it? I mean, so it points out at 197 points. Okay. Um, I didn't do anything extra. I think. You have some ammo or smoke grenade if you wanted to throw on somebody. Yeah. Oh, I did. Uh, both of my grunt bots have smoke grenades. Okay. I was like, I knew I had smoke on here somewhere. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at my easy army list on my phone, so I have to zoom in and zoom out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, both of my grunt bots have smoke. So, okay. the, I mean, that's that whole, when you're looking at how you play something like this, mm-hmm. is so it's melee heavy. Yeah. All it's got is two weapons team and a grunt bot that's got range four. Yeah. Everything else is melee. So obviously you move out those grunt bots because they're a little bit stronger than mm-hmm. your typical marauder to take a hit and you throw your smoke. Yeah. And then you rush your dogs in. Yep. And then you just melee everything. Yep. I mean, I mean there's the... And, like, then, and then they eat. <laughs> yeah. They have fun with it. Um, I had thought about bringing a goblin sniper. Yeah. Because I always had it in the other list. Mm-hmm. I had two in the other list. It was it was one of the few goblin <laughs> yeah. options you had. Um, because it was the only option. Mm. And the other thing... So, outside of the weapons team, I have all these models. Yeah. I do not have the weapons teams yet. Because they are brand new. They are brand new. I just need to order them. <laughs> <laughs> and they will be getting ordered because mm. they're marauders. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my list for the challenge. Very fun list. So... It, it kind of plays off of that. So my challenge for you next month. I want to see you build a plague list. A plague list? Yep. Okay. Because you've never played plague. I have never played plague, but I have the models. You do? I, painted I up know you have plague. And I think it'd be interesting to see you build a plague list because they're heavy melee. Mm-hmm. And it'd be fun to put these two together. Yeah. <coughs> It would be. Okay. So so my goal is to build a plague list at 200 points. Yep. Okay. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. So so hopefully this is uh you know this will be a fun section of the show. Yeah. We're going to keep it going um for as long as we want to, but th- this is half of the fun of Dead Zone. Uh, yes. Um <laughs> and and like I said uh before like Chris now it's going to force me to paint those. Probably. You know I've got to paint it now. Yeah. Because <laughs> I made the list, I gotta do it. <laughs> um but but you know, this this is this is one of the things we really enjoy about the game is those those kind of like, okay, we like to take the things that people don't take. Yep. Uh and say, okay. Survey drones. <laughs> Actually pretty good. Yep. On their own with survive on a fours, evade, energy shield two, hacking. <sighs> Yeah. They still don't have beast, which means they can take defender shields. Which is ridiculous. Or med kits. They can they can ferry around gear around the map uh for days on end at 2/3 movement. So they need to be nerfed. 
<laughs> I think we give it beast. Probably. I hope they don't. Uh, I still like that. Maybe they could lose like the energy shield or something like that. Sure. Or survive on fives or something. I like I like small tweaks because yes. as we were saying, we're finding this game is incredibly balanced. Yes, but there um, but there are. I mean, it's just like what you brought up with losing the spectral all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I, and it's funny, obviously, because you've lost to the spectra. I've never I've not been beat by a spectra, but right. I don't play against the spectra itself. Right. Um, I take the spectra out of play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Without killing it, which so I don't have to deal with the shield. Yeah, I think that is honestly one of those. I think, I, and I hope the rules committee has looked at it and said, "Yeah, maybe the energy shield's a little much on the spectra." Mm-hmm. I mean, even if they dropped it down a point, yeah, even it just was, one, like, it changes, changes just a little bit. Just, and I would say just enough, really. Yeah. Um, but I know it's got a big glowy energy shield. It on does. It. Um, but no, that, and 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 that's the thing. Like, uh, we're we're expecting to see um, a new FAQ out probably in the near future, uh, especially following uh, the the global campaign. I know there's been a lot more play at Mantic HQ uh, for they've they've run a, a number of events now, so I think they've got a really good grasp on yeah on some of these results. Um, and so yeah, I I think we're gonna see one. I think. I think it's predominantly going to be some rules clarification sure. type stuff. Uh, there's always that fun, like, well, if, if two models get knocked down into one cube together, <laughs> which one gets up first? <laughs> and and do they fight or does ones do they survive at each other? Um, that's always a fun one. Yes. And 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 too, like, I, I continue to find uh, uh, rules that I had kind of memorize in second edition that have a more spelled out yeah. in third um, and stuff like that. Like Defender Shield, I found out at my tournaments, uh, actually the digital free rules online are more update, up to date than the printed one on this, uh, is that the shield does in fact protect the uh, the bearer. Yep. Um which previously I think we had even talked about on the show specifically said friendly and we were arguing it's like well that friendly is is my friends not I'm not my own friend that would be odd be and sad weird. uh <laughs> weird. but um but yeah so yeah it's been a fun month sad, sad we need to get you into one of the interviews next time cuz I think you're well yeah th- work just yeah. every time that you guys were you and bum were ready to do it i mm-hmm. i was stuck at work no yeah um, that's the difficult part about retail yeah no definitely definitely understand that it sucks. um i just it is that funny thing where it's like the two times someone has asked us to go on their show um but no i, I, I had a i had a really fun time recording with bum uh he we're we're gonna have to do some more uh stuff with him oh yeah i, I hope I hope he comes... I know I'm sure he'll be to Adepticon again. Yeah. Um, I hope he's, he sticks with it. He's He really likes Firefight. He really yep. likes Dead Zone. Um, a, a lot of the, the questions he had for me were centered around that and, like, and, and you know, the, the buy-in side of things and, and, you know, how fun it is to play. Gave him a little bit of the, the our founding <laughs> stories again, so hopefully I didn't butcher your side of it too much. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, 
So if you haven't listened to that, that that was kind of our half episode yeah. uh, earlier in the month, kind of came out halfway. Um, and so you can actually watch that on his YouTube channel where he's he pared it down into yeah. a much briefer uh, one. And then you can get the full where I'm just full bla- from us. <laughs> blabbing the whole time. Uh, which, which, you know, happened once on this show where I didn't have Rick's audio and it was... <laughs> It was just me speaking into the void, uh, and I aired that episode. You did. It's still out there. And, like, two people listened to it. Well, you know. I apologize for nothing, <laughs> but I appreciate you, Beetle. You're great. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Beetle is great. Um, and so, uh, I think, just as a last note to to kind of bring it home, because we're, we're probably getting a little long in the tooth here at, at an hour already. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh Merch. Merchandise. We merchandise. Have, merchandise. We have merchandise. I am, in fact, wearing... <laughs> you are wearing one of our Dens on the Podcast Warpath universe. Yes. The, the, so, because we got a new design for mm-hmm. our podcast and everything that we do, it's it's now Dead Zone Warpath universe podcast. Okay. But it's still Dead Zone the Podcast. We'll still call it by Dead Zone Podcast, because it's shorter. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and then, so what did you get, Rick? So obviously I got the same shirt. You got the same shirt. I, well, mine's a little bit bigger. And just, just <laughs> also our buddy Johnny Grogan, yes. friend of the show, also he picked got up a, a shirt. shirt. You look sweet in it, man. Thank you so much. Yes, um, I also picked because you bought, you got the shirt and you got some of the stickers. Yes, um, yeah. I picked up the deck of cards. Nice. Uh, in so they're white, white cards with our logo on it, and they're clean and. Man, this is so cool. <laughs> There's just something about... He's had them out the whole night here. I <laughs> have, and I've been shuffling them. And yeah, because there's something about having our podcast physically in my hands. <laughs> which is so cool. And you know what? We've got those uh, those Dreadball <laughs> uh, uh, card stands. Yep. We could have Deads on the we Podcast. We could totally do that. Advertisements within our... That's awesome. Our game. <laughs> We're dorks. I'm not a dork. But you can check out Duds <laughs> on the Podcast merch on Zazzle.com. Search for, for it, or I'll have a link in the show notes. Link so. in the show. Link in the show. Link in the show. Uh, you can also... Uh, oh, is he going to do it? Is he going to do it? He'll do it. You, you're probably listening to this on Spotify <laughs> or Podbean or wherever else you get your, your podcasts. It's great. You probably knew that you were doing that already. Um, we're also on Twitch at, at uh, twitch.tv slash deadzonepodcast. Instagram at instagram.com slash deadzonepodcast. Uh, TikTok bow, 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 <laughs> at deadzonepodcast. Uh, Rick's been doing all sorts of weird stuff weird on there. Stuff on there. Uh, we do have a Discord yet. We do have Twitter at deadzonepodcast. YouTube as well. And then, as I said, on Zazzle, uh, it is zazzle.com slash store slash deadzone underscore podcast. Uh, and don't forget the Facebook. And we have a Facebook page. We do. We do. <laughs> like and, and and hit the bell. Hit the follows. What, hit the shares. What, do all this. Whatever those thing. people say. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so... So with that, I think we can put a put a pin in this episode. It's been a, a bit of a long one, but we had a lot to cover. Yes. A lot of really fun stuff. So thank you guys for all listening. And have a great night. Bye-bye.
know, at some point, we should probably be professional. But then if you think about it, like, how long have we been doing this? Two years? Yeah. We're yeah. getting ready to go into our third year. Good year. Yeah, almost. Why would we change it now? <laughs> I, you know, what? <laughs> I don't think we need to change it. Uh, but we're we're adding one piece of structure to this thing already. Let's not go overboard. <laughs> where we have one dedicated segment of the show now. One dedication. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's a little much for us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anything more, and, and I'll have to take better notes. <laughs> right? 